Here's your daily BM. It doesn't matter. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. I want to play a game. All right, all right, all right. And here we go. Ah, good morning, uh, everybody out there in podcast land. You got Brad here hosting today's show along with Mike, Angry Mike. What's up, my friend? What's happening, everybody? <sighs> I tell you, man, how was your weekend, man? I had a great weekend. Oh, my weekend was fantastic. I had an awesome weekend. Yeah, I know, man. Another weekend with no sex, though, right? What? <laughs> That's speak, another weekend speak, with no sex, right? Speak for yourself. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I had sex with myself. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally counts. Yeah. So, 100%. man, so I wanted to lead off the show pretty quickly because I have something that uh, I really want to discuss. And this weekend on Saturday morning, I visited McDonald's. So, um, and I the took your advice. Arches. Yes, I the golden arches, maybe golden angry, I can tell you that. But because um, <laughs> customer service, man, I, I took your advice to, and ordered with the mobile app. And, oh, you ordered uh, with it? I've never ordered yeah, with it. Okay. I just used the number. So let me tell you about the mobile app real quick, and then we'll bust into some customer service stuff. But uh, I used the mobile app for the first time because I thought that's what you were using because you're like, you get discounted pricing whenever you use the mobile app. I don't I order. Like, I just give them the number. It's, it's I'm such a cheap bastard. I was like, you know what, man? This sounds amazing. I think I'm going to do this. So I fill it up, put my credit card in there and all that kind of crap, and uh, I order our food. I show right. up. I pull up into lane three, and literally it took like – 15 minutes to get my food and I'm watching everybody else, and the the line wasn't even busy right, right. in the drive through right. and everybody else is flying through the drive through and I'm like okay mistake 1 this takes four times longer you know what I mean to go to do a pre-order mm-hmm. then on top of it so I'm sitting there going what the hell's taking so long man I've checked in so the manager is walking out now I've dealt with her twice this one lady and she's a real bitch Right. Oh, I mean, she just, right. it's it's one of those w- people that where they work, they don't like what they do. Right. So they're an asshole by nature. Right, right, right. And that's exactly how she came off. So I literally rolled my window down as she's walking with two bags in her hands. But she'd already gone to two other cars. Right. And right. one pulled up after me. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? And all I did, I was super polite. I just went like this. I said, uh, hey, I go, um, uh, do you know how much longer it's going to be? I said it just like that. Um, do you know how much longer it's going to be, ma'am? And she goes, in just a second. And I was like, huh, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. So she comes to my window with the bag and literally doesn't look me in the face as I rolled, you know, because I rolled my window back up, rolled it back down as she's approaching my car, drops it into my hand, like literally drops and goes, here. Wow. And walks away. And I went, Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. Yeah. So, of course, I'm the keyboard warrior. I went straight to freaking Google, and I was like, I left them a one-star review. I left the longest freaking review to McDonald's. And, like, you know, I'm a local guy. You know, I know I'm kind of a nerd like that, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm considered a local guy. Everyone like, take notice of how he is. <laughs> no, hold on. So seriously. And I, and, I, and I started it off with, I normally like to leave positive reviews because I what do. You, what you do on every negative review that you write? <laughs> That's how you start every negative review. Yeah, right? So I like Have you ever left a positive review? About 90% of my reviews are positive. Seriously. Oh, okay. If you go look, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll show you my uh, channel later and, you, and you'll go, oh, okay. I normally leave 90% of the time. Positive review. Even when I leave a negative review, 
I'm right. not a total dick. I like okay. speak the facts. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I don't. I'm not one of those that says, "Oh, this place just sucks assholes," mm-hmm. and then that's it. Right. And give them a one star. I explain what happened in detail. Um, if the food was bad, but I, you know, I always make sure if the service was good, I'll say the service was great. Right. But and so that gets me to this. You know, um, uh-huh. customer service reps, man. Tell me about your run-ins. I mean, you know. So, we <laughs> went to Universal Studios this weekend. And we're in Orlando. In Orlando, yeah, and we're I never on, know with you. Did you fly, Alistair? <laughs> and we're on the uh, uh, Skull Island, the Kong Skull Island ride, and we're in the queue. Okay. We get, and then you know how when you get to the end of the queue, they tell you which row to go to. Correct. Okay. So, like one through five or whatever. Yeah. So we go to row two. And we're standing in row two, and I guess there's this little Asian boy that's supposed to be in row two, but he's in row one which row one's closed off. I didn't know why he was standing there. So the gate opens. We all get on the ride, okay? And the little Asian boy standing there in La La Land, like not doing anything. So I didn't know what he was doing. I thought maybe he was waiting for somebody or whatnot. Now the gates close, okay? okay. At which point he realizes, oh, I'm, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So he runs up to the gate. And at this point, I've slid over a little bit because I'm like, the ride's about to begin. I- I'm just going to slide over a little bit because obviously there's no one else getting on the ride. Right. They open the gate. This other Asian woman, like kid, comes out and screams at me, these rows are made for six people. Six people. Slide over. Everyone has to get closer. Slide over. Like like we were not letting this Asian boy onto the ride. Like we had told him no. Okay. And I didn't get a chance to say anything because the ride took off. Like as soon as he got on, it went down and took off. And I was – because I was going to lose my shit on her. Okay. I was just like floored at like the level of like unprofessionalism. I feel like it's getting and, out of hand. And then you go. we were at, you know, the butterbeer stand. Oh, that, that place is so good. And we get to the register and the guy's like cold or frozen. <laughs> no, like, hello or hey, welcome to Universal. Like, and you normal. Did, I, and your smart like, ass self didn't say, he's, he's like, boom. Cold, he's like, cold or frozen. And I'm like, so of course, no, I am a smart ass. I'm like, okay, which one's better? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna make you interact with me. <laughs> which one's better? Well, well, what are you in the mood for? Well, I'm in the mood for butterbeer. That's why I'm in line at the butterbeer stand. <laughs> I'm asking which which of these two options is better, cold or frozen? Thrown, you should have thrown him for a loop. Said strawberry, and then he goes, I don't know, just pick one. So I'm like, I will take both. <laughs> you never ask a fat guy which one do you oh, want? Oh, I needed three because it was it was me and my wife and my stepson. So oh, I okay. ended up getting one frozen and two cold. So then we get to the next guy. And he literally just plops the shit down. He's like, boop, psh, slams it down in the thing. He's like, here. And he slides it over. Okay. <laughs> With attitude? With attitude. And then he uh, gives me a straw. And then Tracy, Tracy was like, my wife was like, hey, can I may I have a straw also? And he's like, no, we don't give a straw, straws out to the cold drinks because if you stir it, it makes it bitter and then people complain. So we don't give out straws. And I'm what? Like, the f- yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So at that point, he was like, next. <laughs> like, he just wasn't, the guy was just not putting up with our shit. Like he was just like, next. I've had enough. Like, I don't care. <laughs> And I feel like the work environment is so bad that managers 
can't do anything about it because they're just like, hey, if you you either have butter beer or you have no butter beer because this is all we have that's going to show up to do the job. And I feel like that's where we're at as a society. It's like literally, if you can, whoever you can get to do the job, just be happy that you're getting the job. You know, it's it's so, funny. Yeah, go ahead. I Sorry. had one more instance. Okay, so we went to the steak place on on Saturday night. It was actually a barbecue place, and then okay. uh, it's a local restaurant, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this too hard. Okay, but uh, they also serve steak on Saturday nights. So I ordered a ribeye, medium okay. rare. Okay. So. They bring, you know how they put the little sticks in that tell you it's medium, medium rare, <laughs> whatnot. Like the old Ponderosa stuff? Yeah. Everybody else at the table ordered theirs medium. Okay. I ordered mine medium rare. Mm-hmm. So um, we, she brings the steaks out. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's has medium rare in it. She ordered the filet. It's got the medium rare stick in it. Okay. And then mine has a medium stick. And I'm like, and then it, and I'm like, okay. That's wrong. I ordered medium rare. So this lady proceeds to pull the stick out and switch the stick and <laughs> hand us the steaks. Like that magically could fix the cooking temperature that these came out at. Like <laughs> that solved all the problems. <laughs> so I hand her the steak and I say, this is, this is medium. I ordered medium rare. <laughs> she proceeds, she proceeds to walk outside. She proceeds to walk outside with the steak to the cook to see if he can uncook the steak. <laughs> okay, she turns around and she brings the steak back and says, no, the chef says that this is medium rare. <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, I can't, I can't argue. Like, I'm just like, you can't, can't argue with stupid. Yeah, man. you just can't. It's like, there's, there's nowhere to go with this. It's like, there's obviously a miscommunication here. <laughs> and I got to get this straight. One was a ribeye and one was a filet. Yes. And so everybody, I two, was the only rib. I was, I was the only ribeye on the table. Everyone else ordered medium fillets. I was the only one that ordered a medium rare ribeye, and I confirmed it three times with the waitress because I was like, "They're gonna mess this up. The probability is <laughs> just too high." I mean, there's 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 like seven steaks, and six of them are medium. <laughs> yeah, we went with Trace's family, so like they all like to eat their steak like shoe leather, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't understand people that eat it a steak medium or higher. Yeah, I yeah. mean to me it's just like especially like medium. Like my wife, she likes like stuff medium well well. And to oh. me it's like to me it's like sucking on a hockey puck. You know yeah. what I mean? See, I can't do it. Like if it's if it's even medium, uh, it just ruins the steak. Well, there's no me. moisture in it rare. whatsoever. It's, it's got to be medium moist. rare. Not moist. So yeah, so I had that was that was the two fun customer service experiences I've had that uh, that pop up. Other than the one that I had this morning that I actually have to mention because it was pretty hysterical. Okay, what is it with big companies and their now scripted friendly customer service? So I uh, call this guy. I call what company? This company. It's um commodity bank. I, know I think. What so the community or community or commodity, com- whatever community, commodity, community, commodity, tomato, tomato, whatever. It's all the same. So, so I call them and, um, the guy says, hello, Mr. Michael, how are you today? And I'm like, well, I'm doing very I well. Can't thank he you. was Indian. He, he was actually from the Philippines. He was very okay. nice. <laughs> Cause you come across. And I'm, like, and I'm like, I'm doing very well. Thank you. And he's like, wow, that is great to hear. Have you had a cup of coffee this morning? And I'm like, 
yes yes i have he's like how about breakfast have you had some breakfast i'm like i sure did he's like was it delicious i'm like yes this is amazing and i'm like wow this is like i'm like i'm making friends here like this guy really cares about my well-being then he Um, said what are you wearing so i'm like so how are you doing today have you had breakfast and he's like i have eaten i was like oh that is good i'm like i'm glad that you've eaten i have eaten and then he's like so mr michael um and he's like, Mr. Michael, not Mr. Preston, Mr. Michael. It's like my first name. I was like, my last name doesn't even matter anymore. You're on a first name basis. He's, like, he's, like, he's like, Mr. Michael, how's the weather today in Florida? I'm like, wow, this is all fantastic, but I'm calling by a specific problem. <laughs> now, you just told me on this 20 minute wait that I had to wait that customer service was extremely busy and they didn't have time. Now maybe, we know why. Maybe it's not that you're extremely busy. Maybe it's you're having too much small talk and you're not dealing with the situation. I want you to be friendly and solve the problem. I don't. I don't want to rehash my entire day because he was literally like, well, how's the weather? I'm like, well, I'm in Florida, so it's kind of warm and humid. And yeah, I'm like, hot as shit. How's so, of course, I have to ask him, where are you located? And he's like, I'm located in the Philippines and it's rainy. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So that's great. You're in the Philippines. He's like, have you had a chance to take a walk today? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I just want to find out where the hell my statement is because I haven't gotten in the mail yet. And I'm waiting for the first one so I can enroll on online payment because I need the account number. Like, just hook me up, bro. So then he's like, hopefully you'll be able to get out some exercise today. And I'm like, are you watching me? Because, like, I'm fat. Is that why you're asking me if I'm eating coffee and drinking and I'm walking? Like, what is going on here? So super helpful. Super helpful. I ask him, like, three questions that he does not even answer. He just totally blows over the top of them. Just like, man, that stuff's not important. What's important is if you had coffee and breakfast and gone for a walk. And then he's like, do you have a family? And I'm like what the fuck is this? Like 21 questions? Yeah, he's taking notes so that way he can hack your credit card later. I'm like, uh, sure. Yeah, I have a family. He's like, well, I hope you enjoy having spending time with your family and have an amazing, wonderful day. Thank you for calling us. Is there anything else I can do to make your day wonderful? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Thanks, man. Like, thanks for all the emotional support. I'm just, but I'm just wondering. I'm like, you know, there's somebody listening to this and they're having a meeting after this that they're like, oh, you know, Dinesh, you did a great job Dinesh. today. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job today letting the customers know that they felt warm and welcome, you know? It reminds me of that movie. What was that movie with um, Wesley Snipes and uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone where he goes into the future? Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Do you remember when he was like, greetings, yes. citizen? And they yeah. do that. And you, get, you, get, you get tickets printed right out in your car. And yeah. It's like this printing for like words of violation of the Miranda and everything. Act. Yeah, I remember when yeah. every time you'd cuss. So, um, of the verbal Miranda Act. But um, yeah, man. I mean, it's it, it's customer service is weird. You know, it's funny that you you were talking about that with the bank because I was um, I had the same thing when I was on with Facebook support. Now they're asking me the same kind of stuff. Oh, I know. You know like, I know. hey, how's your day going? It's great. And then they then they go on and on and on. And I'm like, oh, dude, I just I'm already pissed off because I'm messaging you. You know? What yeah, I mean? exactly. Well, yeah, you're already dealing with a problem and you want to get resolved. I, mean, I understand about being friendly and customer service and the whole. Maybe nine one yards. or two times, like one, maybe you know, the first I, opening line. I get it. I get After it. After that, I want to get right to it. You know what I mean? I yeah, don't want to. I, I don't want to be sitting there talking about my eggs and my breakfast and you know what color my poop was after I drank mm-hmm. coffee. You know, I, I don't really want right. to get into all that. I just want to get to the resolution. Uh, be nice, and, like one line opener, and then let's go get to town. And you can close with. Uh, yeah, they need to revamp that. Close. I'll with- tell you who has a good process is I, I, is Apple, like with their oh, customer service. Money. 
because they get they get what you need they get all the information and then they're like well do you mind well we wait for the system to process it and then they ask the question how are you doing so that way they're filling that dead air right where you're not getting with impatient. conversation where you're not getting impatient and they're like okay i got that information it just pulled up on my system let me get this taken care of they've kind of got it dialed in no, they don't have kind customer service. They do um, have it dialed in. Yeah. I experienced it this uh, on Friday, if you remember. I had yeah. to go take my iPhone in for the mm-hmm. problem. And from the moment I went to the website, literally 15 seconds after I submitted my information, I had a phone call. Yeah. And they were verif- they, then they walked me through the process. Same thing, just how you explained it. It was perfect, filling the dead air and making sure the, the girl was super nice. It, it literally took five minutes to realize it was a hardware issue. Yeah. Um, I took, and then when I got to the store for my appointment, I got asked four times by four different people in the store in Brandon Town Center. I don't mm-hmm. mind saying the name of the store and the location because they deserve it. They were helpful, for all of them. And then they made sure, and then like as they saw I was sitting there, even though it took a little bit longer, and I understood because they had to replace the LCD components and the screen they went ahead and replaced the screen which they didn't have to do but they just no, did that was that's great um, that they did that and, and, yeah so they that, that whole entire top part of that visual of that phone has been replaced and it took about 45 to maybe 50 minutes longer than what they anticipated and they kept coming up though to me every 10 to 15 minutes hey you know we're making sure this is getting right you know is you know is there anything we can do you know while you're sitting here i was like no i'm good i was like i'm just gonna work for a little bit oh do you have our wi-fi i mean the customer service was impeccable with yeah. Apple. and i and i and i implore um, any business to go and look at their model on how they do support, and right. everybody would never have a problem with support if they ran it like how Apple did. Now, people can sit there and say, oh, Apple has a shit ton of money, whatever it might be. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and they can afford right. it. But there's not, those steps as, as a whole is the right way to do customer support, period. Yeah, I totally think that way. So it's interesting. You know, I think this is a great segue. Um, not segue, but uh, if, if any of you out there have had funny or great customer service experiences go ahead and write into the show um at yeah it's info uh, at the dailybm.com just email us uh yeah. your story and we'll definitely like to retouch yeah. on this yeah later. We'll, we'll pick a couple maybe read them on air so it'd be kind yeah. of fun um if you get any good stories that come in so i think we should segue into our next point of topic which is prison sex <laughs> <laughs> so I, so all right i'll let you lead with this one um well actually um i was doing the segue in because i think this is one of the topics you wanted to discuss so, oh oh yeah. well i always just say you know prison sex if you had to go to prison let me ask yes. you something would okay. you fight or would you try to flee fight or flee for prison sex yeah i mean if, if okay so let's say some dude you know, okay so i watched okay so i've watched um <laughs> where are we going with this i've watched uh the TV show on HBO, uh, it's an older one called uh, Oz. I think it's Oz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the prison life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like when you try to fight it, it's just worse. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't have any practical experience because all, so... all I have is what TV showed me. So you know? what you're saying is, is you would take one right, right out the gate. Um, I don't know if I'd take one right out of the gate gate i don't know if i'd walk in drop my pants and be like open season <laughs> first comes to have a sign serve, on all your you ass. can have buffet have a sign on your ass that says open for business i'm just thinking that like i i, I don't know I, I feel like number one i hope that i'm not like a attractive. great target yeah like i'm not that kind of attractive number two yeah you're not pretty um, enough i'm hoping that the real world is not like that because all i have is like what you see on tv you know 
and the experiences that they have on TV. So I think it's uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, I would I would like to fight. I think I would probably fight, but it would probably end up getting me beat up and killed, possibly. So, see, I I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I know me. I'd probably put up a hell of a fight and just probably get the shit kicked out of me over and over again. You know what I mean? Just as a point, because I I mean, sooner or later you're gonna have to give in and you're gonna have to take one for the team. I mean, literally over and over again, probably. Um, I don't know, man, because it's like movies, like you said. But it's movies. movies. Like, that's all I have. Like, I don't have any practical experience. I mean, this would be something that, like, does this happen a lot in prison, or does it, or is it something that's fabricated in the, you know, the writers' uh, room that doesn't really happen as much? I mean, I'm sure it happens sometimes, but I don't know if it happens like a lot. I don't know, man. I have to put up a hell of a fight. I don't know. That's just me. That's just my the way I'm wired. You know, I don't still think I could give in on the first try. I'd be like hard to get. <laughs> no pun. I, mean, I guess. I, really, I mean, I, I really but I guess like... the question is: is would you would you rather have that or die? Oh, I'd rather take a wiener any day of the day week than die. I mean, I'm already in prison anyway. I mean, I don't know. I just I try to sell it off and joke around and be like, dude, I give massive great hand jobs, bro. Just let me just let me take care of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spit in my hand and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, because I feel like I'm the best at it anyway. You know what I mean? So I'd probably be like, hey, man, let me do this first. <laughs> you know? And try to play it off. <laughs> it's just... It's just nah. I just don't know. Like I said, I don't think I could, like, give in on the very first round. I'd have to put up a fight first. I would... I mean, realistically, I would probably be unconscious because they would probably... I'd probably have to be knocked out. So I don't know if I would just be able to, like... So you'd let them choke you out. <laughs> lay, lay there. Um... <laughs> You'd be like, put your hands around my neck. Yeah, I felt I, I felt like we'd have more more conversation with this topic, but I, I mean, it's basically, you no, know, we fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> protect, no. protect my virginity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thou <laughs> shalt not pass. <laughs> Gandalf style. <laughs> no, no shit, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know there's not much we can really have on this subject because, I mean, it's like, Normally we'd have Eric with us. He's still under the weather, but mm. we'd get his viewpoint because I, you know, I don't know what to expect from him because you know he talks about having his butthole bleached from whatever. So it's like I don't know if he would be the first one to drop pants and say fuck it and let it happen. But you know, see, here's the thing: if it was like if, if they were forcing me to do oral sex, I would probably rip it off, and I'd, oh, I'd be okay if I died. Not? I'd be okay if they would kill oh, me. Oh, that's like in the movies, man, and shit, where you see like guys like have the they bite off the dick of the person when they. Never, I've never seen that in a movie. I mean, I, honestly, I've never what seen that in any movie. Watching? <laughs> Obviously, not the same one you are. <laughs> well, let me put it this way: they act like it happens. They don't show the wiener in the dude's mouth getting ripped off. Oh yeah. Like, they don't show like you know the dong flipping and flailing. Look at you. Because you're I, looking at me because I'm like showing the hand motions. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I just feel like in my mind, I'd be like, at least I could save the next person from having this experience, even if it cost me my life. You're such a hero. <laughs> I really feel hero. I really feel like I think that way. Prison sex know. hero, Michael. See, that's what well my primary goal is not to go to prison, so I don't even have to experience that's that. That's true too. I mean, that's that's literally like the main deterrent for me not to go to prison is the sex. Because everything else sounds pretty cool, honestly. Three meals a day, a warm warm or cold place to sleep, you know, workouts, television, yard time. 
no stresses as far as like work and stuff like that, you know, not the everyday crap. Yeah. You're confined and it's probably horrible. And I know there's people that have probably been to prison that are like, dude, you have no idea what you're talking about. But from the outside, like looking in, like without the, the crazy side of it, it actually sounds like a nice little getaway, you know? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like when you watch the mental, like when you watch movies about people in mental hospitals and you see the ones, not the main star that's having all the crazy shit happen, but the side of the side people, they're just sitting there like, you know, mm-hmm. and playing their, playing their playing. chess or playing their games or doing whatever. They look like they're having a pretty good time in this mental institute. You know, the main character's having a kind of a shitty time, but everybody else seems to be a-okay. <laughs> yeah, you're almost wondering if they got it right. Um, you know? <laughs> in today's world, you know? Seriously. Yeah. I'm like, if I act a little bonkers, I might be able to like just have a mini vacation away from all the stresses of life. Hey, speaking yeah. of sex, man, you know, I was on Instagram this morning and I'm flipping through and you always yeah. see like these Instagram influencers and, and people, you know, all, you know, their, whether it's women in their bikinis or dudes with their freaking shirts off or they're selling a product or whatever, man, you know, I almost, I know you and I've touched this personally in the past when we're in the long car rides off to clients and stuff, but you know, what would happen to these people? What would they do? If this is like their job that they do every day, if the internet finally said, took a dump. I mean, because you remember like when Facebook went down for like 24 hours. I think it'd be catastrophic for a lot of these people. Um, Elaborate. Well, because a lot of, if your business model is set up entirely on that platform, you know, where you're reaching customers, that's how clients find you. That's how you, that's how you have your advertising structure. And now all of a sudden that vehicle goes away. You don't have any other channels set up to continue your job or your business yeah because you're I mean, because i mean I'm, I'm sure the people what i'm talking about now is i'm talking about the mid-level people because i'm the upper upper echelon of instagram people they would probably still have a following because they probably have a following outside of instagram does that make sense while they're you doing know? conferences and things like that Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or if you're looking like your fitness people, you know, like all your Peloton people, like, you know, they, they're big on, some of them are very big on Instagram and their circle. They have lots of followers, you know, that's additional income, but they still have their core customers and they would still be able to build off their personal brand. But all the mid-level people I think would suffer pretty bad, you know? Um, yeah, I think, but I don't. I think it's so big now; it'd be hard for it to fail. Because I think what happened if it went down, there'd be just another s- software that'd pop up at this point. You know, like if Instagram was no more, then people would shift to TikTok because they'd have to. See, but I really feel like you know some people. You know, you read the articles about like Facebook dying and and Instagram on their slow death. But you know what, man? I just don't see anybody out there like. You know, because you know me, man. I like to scour and look and see, you yeah, know, in the app world and things like that. And the ones, a couple of them that have come out that they thought were going to challenge Facebook and Instagram, besides TikTok, nobody really has stepped up to the plate and you know swung for the fence on them. It's it's going to be a paradigm shift. Um, and what I mean by that is, is as a society as a whole, we'd have to gonna, we're going to have to get tired of being on social media. Mm-hmm before there's a change it's gonna have to become a point where you know where we put it down we're just like okay this is too much like it's it's no longer beneficial and i feel like there's a lot of people that are at that point already you know where they're like i don't want this to run my life like it has and it's become more and more of a passing of time as opposed to like i got to be involved in this 24 7 right um i think 
during COVID, people really felt the isolation of what life would be like without the human interaction and without getting out and being in places. Right. So it's, I was watching a report. Um, cause I actually was thinking that like the, uh, AMCs of the world and the movie theaters were going to be going out of business soon due to the fact that more things are streaming more available. It's expensive, but they're actually having a resurgence after COVID because people are wanting to get out. Like they want to get away from their house and they want to get out. So I think I've already been out to like two or three movies in the theater since, since all this is opened back up with the theaters. Mm. And quite honestly, I enjoy the experience. Yeah. See, I don't. (laughs) Unless you're a homebody. I mean, unless no, like when I was on the Disney cruise, I went and saw Thor, um, love and thunder in the theater Mm -hmm. there. Yep. But I enjoyed it because I went at a time that there was really no kids in there. Um, and there was nobody that was like, everybody was respectful. Like I like going to the theaters, um, where you have assigned seatings, like the, uh, well, Cine- the North side, like, yep, that's like Cine Bistro. Um, yep. and I like going where it's, I like, like, I really like Cine Bistro cause it's, it's, it's 21 and up. Yeah. Um, and it's food, alcohol, and there's food, alcohol, and, and yep. there's no, like, no kids and I don't have anything against kids. I don't mind kids in shows that I'm expecting kids to be there. Like if I go to watch like say Toy Story or Buzz Lightyear, that's different. Yeah. I expect kids to be there. Okay, but I'm going in to watch like The Conjuring. You know, I'm not expecting someone to bring their two year old that's going to scream the entire time because they're scared out of their freaking mind. Like I don't, I don't understand that. You know, <laughs> that reminds me of that Deadpool. The first time I saw Deadpool, yeah, and I had a freaking like seven year old sitting next to me, mm-hmm. and then you know the scene where he's getting railed from behind from the chick, yeah, his girlfriend, yeah, and she's like happy, uh, whatever, uh, you're the dog day or whatever, yeah. and he was like, uh. Uh-uh. I mean, it was the most uncomfortable feeling because a kid's sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, that's that's the one thing I don't like about it. And then I'm kind of lucky because I have a pretty good movie room. Um, right. So I have pretty good immersion. So for me, it's not that big. I do feel like a big contender for that experience is going to be um, the VR headsets. Um, because when you put those on, you get so much immersion um, and you can have a hundred inch screen in front of you, you know, or bigger, you right. know, it looks like a movie theater three screen and you can move your head around and it sounds because of the way the speakers are positioned and the visor, it sounds like it's surround sound. So that I could see being a competitor down the road where you just pop on headsets and you go into this whole movie so experience. If I'm an influencer, maybe I move that way to the, have you seen anything since you have a VR system? I don't yet. Have you seen influencers like try to go to like that VR setting yet where they're, I don't know. I, I haven't done, it? I haven't done VR chat. Um, I'm just curious because VR chat. That would be I have no, that, I have no interest to go into that. So, well, I know, but like, I'm just so saying, I haven't really done it, you know. But I think maybe, maybe we should look, take a look at that. That's man, what Meta's and... basing their money on. I mean, that's what that's what Steve or Steve, um, what's his name? Francis Zuckerberg. I don't know his name. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yes. that guy. Mark Francis. Zuck- don't ever call me Francis. <laughs> My Mark, mother called me Francis once. <laughs> Mark Zuck- Mark Zuckerberglar. Um, yeah, burglar. <laughs> exactly. He uh, he's pushing his entire company onto VR Meta. I mean, that's right. that's why they went to the Meta, the Metaverse. Right. Um. So they could separate Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and all that. Yep. Yeah. Big, well, and then go VR because they're putting yep. a heavy push towards everything going VR. Um, which I think is cool for some things, but I wouldn't like, you know, like I like going to the Bucks game. I don't know if it would be the same if I'm sitting in a VR, if I'm sitting in a living room in a VR environment. I mean, yeah, it would be kind of, it would be novel, but I don't know if it's going to replace the real thing. 
there's just certain things that you need to go see them in person. You need to uh, experience the the arena feeling of being in that in that arena with everybody there. I don't. I, just, I, I don't find myself wanting to be in a um, setting like that where I'm in a VR fake world. I, you know, watching a football game. I'd rather be at a what? football game watching it. But that's what. Getting back to what I was saying, I'm wondering if like. If you're watching influencers on Instagram anyway, and you're watching these reels and things of that nature, if you carry that over to the VR environment where they look three dimensional and it's like you're sitting in the room with them talking as the influencer, and they're interacting with you, because I, I would assume that you could interact with each person in there just like you would in a conversation that we're having together. Um, you could, I could see that. Um, It would be cool um, for those type of settings, yeah. Like you know, like you could go to conferences and things of that nature. I mean, in reality, it, it would make a lot of sense because you would be able to cut down on travel and expenses, and it's a greener approach for the environment. I mean, think about it: if you can have people go to a digital conference from their desk, there would be so much less travel, so much less, you know, expenses. But then on the converse side, you'd also have less need for hotels less food, you know, less tourism from people right. going to conventions that are going out afterwards to get drinks and dinner and that kind of stuff. Right. So there's, there's, you know, pros and cons to it. So yeah, I think, uh, it'd be crazy, but I think for influencers, I think they would just transition to another platform. All right. Yeah. That'd well, be my, that'd be my, that'd be my final wrap. I mean, what, do you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, I just think that I don't know enough about it yet in the VR world, so that's mm -hmm. why I was like, maybe I should just like either come over and go into those chat things, and we go check it out and see if anybody's actually made that move there yet, or if it's something that would even be viable for them to do in the future. Because I just, it just kind of struck to me. I was like, you know, I wonder why they haven't moved that route if they haven't already. I just haven't. Normally, you would see stuff on the social platform saying, "Hey, come see me in Meta," you know, blah blah blah, VR chat, yada yada yada. I'm just wondering if that would be another evolution of influencers you know, head in that direction. So yeah. if you're an influencer and you do listen to our show, um, seriously, write into info at the daily BM.com. Um, write in, tell us, tell us about your experience with VR. T tell us about your experiences. Uh, if you are, you know, an influencer going there mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, whether you're selling and, yourself product, yeah. whatever. And you can even, so. even be a guest on this guest speaker on the show. Yeah. We'd love to have you on the show, you know, yep. so just write in, tell us all yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, we, we, you, can, you can do it virtually. So that way you don't even have to see us in person. Yeah, just trust me. You definitely don't want to look at us in person. We definitely have a face well, you can, for radio. You can see um, us. You just won't see us physically. You won't be able to reach out and touch us. Right, which is probably a better <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, speaking yeah. of influencers, uh, let me give you uh, some of our handle here. We have uh, on Twitter, we're at the underscore the Daily BM. And then on Facebook and Instagram, we are um, actually the daily at the Daily BM as well. Um, with that, uh, Mike, you got anything? No, I think we're good to go. All right, man, cool. Guys, we'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Mike, peace. See you later. Yeah, I thought it was real good.